0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back. You know who I am. Double D, the life of a conspiracy theorist. Welcome to Glop News, and the topic that today we will be talking about is time travel. Is time travel possible? I know you're probably sitting there going, "Wow, you had just too much coffee today," or "Hey, you know what? You need to kind of like push back on those special curriculum activities, of uh, that nice stuff that you have." But listen, listen, this is this is actually a thing that that kind of got glossed over because of all the, the the crazy life that we were all living in the year 2020. On December 28th, scientific community came out on December 28th on 2020 saying that the theories theories is the possibility of time travel through is it possible uh, goes on to say that over a hundred years ago, a man known as uh, Albert Einstein came up with the uh, rotilo- uh, dealing with e, e-, e equals mc squared plus time travel, the velocity of light speed, being able to get faster than light if you're able to do it, going backwards, being able to find that zero point to be able to bounce from, or be able to use wormholes or stargates, yes, stargates, just like the TV show, being able to go into a loop outside of time and being able to to navigate outside the fabrics of time as we know it. Now, one thing I find interesting is, you know... (sighs) Was looking in the book of Isaiah and I came recall. It. it says declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things not yet done saying my counsel shall stand and I will accomplish all my purpose it is referring to the creator God of the universe and knowing that he knows the end to the beginning which is rather interesting. That would mean that everything that has happened, or what we know to have happened, has already happened in his view. Essentially, his way he uh, easiest way to describe it is that you're in traffic. And as you're in traffic, all of a sudden, everything is coming to a screeching halt. And you're thinking, man, rush hour. Shouldn't be this backed up. Not yet. Not yet. And you're sitting there in the traffic and you're waiting. You're going, my gosh. What is taking us so damn long to get to point A to point B? Because you cannot look ahead other than the perspective of what you're looking at, which is in front of you. But you can't look beyond that. And so you have no idea what is at the end of the event that's causing you to be in a traffic jam. And then you finally come up and you see that there was an accident. And because there was an accident, you didn't know the accident happened. You sit there and with probability in your mind saying, you know, was there an accident? Is the lights not working? Is, you know... Is it holiday time? You're speculating. And you're trying to speculate. You're trying to think, what is causing the car pileup? What's causing the traffic jam? What's causing the effect that is actually affecting you? Now, you finally get there and you go, oh, wow, I hope nobody was hurt. But it is an accident. And you're sitting there going, Whew, I hope nobody was hurt. Now I understand why traffic was backed up. But now, think of this. Instead of being in the car, let's say that you are a bystander and you see the accident take place. So instantly you know, because of the accident, that traffic very shortly is going to be a hectic mess but you're an eyewitness to the event and as an eyewitness to the event you know that traffic is going to be backed up because this accident is blocking all travel for lanes to go through now the person that is in the car that's ha- feeling the effect and the person That seeing the accident could actually be in the exact same time the difference is is from the perspective of the time that they're in one is a first-hand account the other one is a delayed reaction to the action and the event is taking place Now, let's go one step further. If you were in a helicopter, and you're covering the report, that you're able to see not only the traffic jam, but the cause of the traffic jam at the exact same time, where the person that's in the car, and the person that's in the helicopter, and the person that sees the accident are all at the exact same time difference is, the one that's in the car is speculating on why the traffic is backed up. The spectator, the one is actually seeing the event take place, and it speculates that there's now going to be this traffic jam. And the one in the helicopter recognizes the traffic jam and the accident, at the exact same time what's the difference the difference is your perspective of the accident all three are at the exact same exact same time there's no difference between their time if it be like 138 for the one that sees the accident, it's 138. For the one that's caught in the tra- traffic jam, it's 138. For the one that is in the helicopter, the only difference is is the one that's in the helicopter has a better perspective of the whole picture. The two on the ground, this in the linear of time, can only see it from their perspective. Now, here's what is interesting: is that the one that is in the helicopter can't see the accident before it happens. Can only see it during the time in which it happens. So, how is time travel going to be able to change that perspective? For me, I was looking at this and going, okay, how is it that God, the Creator, and this ancient text? Knows the end to the beginning. Interesting thing is that he knows prophecy. And he gives voices to prophets that will spell out scenarios that are going to happen in the future before they happen. But at the same time, God is not the helicopter. Somehow, he is outside of time. Now, we see little pockets of this in the scriptures, such as, you know, a a, a thousand years to God. It's A thousand years to a man is one day to God. So right off the bat, we see that God's time is different. Now, time comes into existence at the birth of creation. The thing that is mind-boggling is that when you read ancient texts, time didn't exist till time was created for the spectators. So, just like the angels. The angels... Nowhere in the scriptures do you see where they know the future. They can speculate, they can manipulate, and they can cause these effects. But you don't see in the scriptures where they actually know the end game before it happens. But the creator does. So now science is looking and says it is tricky. It is tricky. Uh, They talked about this also on November 16th, uh, the year 2020, um, about it being a tricky situation, a tricky, could it be possible? The ability to travel through time, whether it be to fix a mistake in the past or gain insight into the future, has long been in the idea of man. Man. It's been a science fiction, if you will, and the, in the, the crescents of our subconscious, we have always had the debate if it is possible to go back in time. If you were allowed to go back in time, would you be able to change the events of time that's already happened? It's an interesting movie my wife and I watched uh, today called Tenet. And you have this gentleman that is picked. He's picked for a job. And he's learning that there is fluid of things going forward in time. And then there are events that can cause people to go in reverse in time. The interesting thing is is that as these things unfold and take place you start to wonder who works for who and who started the paradox. It's an interesting movie. I don't want to give away any of the secrets. If you have HBO Max go check it out. It's absolutely amazing. The, The story The characters and the idea, the the sheer idea, if you had the ability to go and know in the future and be able to reverse what you've done, would you be able to change, alter, or prevent events from happening? It's a very, very, very interesting concept. And that there are fixed points within the timeline itself that can't change. Variables that can't change. So you have this movie that is giving you this um, theory in, uh, of a debate that would say, is it possible? Could I go back in time? And if I did and was able to go back in time... What point in time would I fix? Would I go back and say, you know what? Hitler was an evil son of a bitch. So would I go back as he's a child before he's done the crimes, before he's done the inhumane acts upon the human being, people? Could I be able to save The millions of people that died in those concentration camps, could I prevent that event if I just go back in time and I put a pill over his face? I mean, this is something that, you know, would I be able to do that? Or is that a fixed point? Would I just be a spectator? Now, this theory has really come up because of CERN and the ALICE project. The ALICE project is to see if particles and how particles can be not only in this realm and in their own and yet not exist and exist at the same time. It's it's mind-boggling. To take a look at the information that is coming out from CERN. And as you're sitting there, you're going, okay, we have this thing that's known as the Mandela Effect. If you've not heard about or even know what I'm talking about, you can right now Google the Mandela Effect. And it will pull up so many things for you to watch and see. And different perspectives and different things and different things that people remember and they're 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 adamant about remember them in this certain order and for some reason those events and those things have changed so with this the question is has someone already been able to go back into certain parts Or maybe it was just one thing they changed, and in changing that one thing is what caused all the ripples. It's like taking a rock and throwing it into the lake. You are in control of the rock when you pick it up. You're in control of the rock when you throw it. You're actually still in control of the rock where you throw it and it lands. But what you're not in control of is the ripple effects that will come off of that rock. You don't know how big they'll be. You don't know what pattern they'll take. And you don't know whether or not you'll be actually able to retrieve that rock again. And so with this, you have to ask the question of saying, okay, would it be worth me making a ripple in the fabric of time? Now the crazy thing is is that Einstein in his special rel- uh, relativity, was the first to realize that time is not con- constant previously believed, but instead slows down a- slows down as you move faster through space. And part of his theory, was that was coined the phrase space time, fusing the three dimensions of space and one dimension of time into a single term. Instead of treating space as a flat and rigid place with holes and all these objects in the universe, Einstein actually thought that he would be able to delve into. And if he was able to go fast enough, could, could create a wormhole or a black hole or a loop. Just enough to see if he could slide through it. Now, the closer an object gets to the center of the dip, the faster it's calibrating. The center of the Earth's gravitational dip, which gravity is a whole other concept we could talk about on another podcast, about does gravity actually exist, but that's no another subject I have digressed. So it's logic at the Earth's, is lo, uh, located at the Earth's core. Now, the fact is, is that, the question is, is this, is one theory that I saw that I was very interested in, is that when you take a look at a mirror, the time that your eyes look at the mirror, And by the time the reflection goes back into your eyes, you're already looking at something that's in the past. So each time that you look in the mirror and you see your reflection, you're seeing a reflection of yourself that's in the past. It is not something that is seen in the present, at the exact moment. It is not done at the exact moment. I thought that was very interesting. And so with the theory of using mirrors and using the ability to be the spectator, would you be able to look into a device or look into an event that you could go and see and watch yourself? Me, personally, I believe that time isn't constraint to our types of limited intellect. I do believe that time is fluid, forever changing, never constant, and never at the same time. I think that time, even though we can measure time by milliseconds, seconds, minutes, hours, I do think there are moments in which you go to certain places... And for some reason, time just doesn't work like it should. There have been many cases where people have gone to very different uh, national parks. And a mystery just takes place at this place, other than people disappearing. Some books to take a look at. that If you're interested in that topic, it's uh, 411 books. And also the National Park Mysteries and Disappearances by Steve um, Stockton. Very, very interesting book that I'm reading right now. But another one that that really got me was looking at this old book by George A. Um, Pember, Earth's Earliest Age. And he goes into this understanding that there was a time that the Bible refers to as the ancient days. Something that is in the past... Where it caused a change, and in doing so, it is believed that when you have in the book of Genesis, in Genesis, and it says that God had a hover over the earth, and there was a void, there was, you know, there essentially the creators having to recreate what has already been created but was destroyed. The theory that some people do have, and some things I've looked at, is that God had to take himself outside of time to be able to prevent a cataclysm on a level that maybe could have unraveled time itself. It's interesting as you're taking a look at these things, especially with the black holes and the topic of that, and how time that they found out with these little miniature black holes that they've been creating at CERN, they recognize that time does not work exactly the same around a black hole. And that that does look to be um, changing. And, you know, they're still looking into it on the reason why Uh, this is happening, and, and why, for some reason, getting closer to a black hole, you're slowing down time and also speeding it up, which means that something is causing an effect that affects time itself. Now, scientific theory suggests that it's possible to travel through time, but is it really so clear? I don't think so. I think that no matter what we hope to be, the most we'll ever be is a spectator. I think that if we were able to go back in time, that if we were able to put a pebble in that great ocean, that maybe we feel that we would cause a tsunami on the other right side, that maybe we could put enough of a dent in the past to be able to change the future in a way that could be what a lot of theories are out there destructive. Goes back to the butterfly, uh butterfly effect. It is when you go and you change something and in changing that one thing you have caused that small ripple become a tidal wave of chaos that undoes everything as time as we know it and how we believe things exist i think for me personally the most we would be able to do is be a spectator we could be the one that is in the car speculating like we are right now on what has caused this car, this traffic jam. We may be able to go and be an eyewitness to the event of, let's say, the Gettysburg Address where Lincoln is talking. That we could be a spectator and some people believe this is what's happening right now because there's pictures out there that it looks as if there are people that's using technology. Technology that did not exist in those times, such as tablets, smartphones, wearing clothing and, and um, outfits that stand out. You should take a look. Type it in. It's crazy. Pictures that seem to be people outside of time. You just type that into Google and you'll get a whole slew of images that shows this. So for me, the most I think you could be is that you would be able to be the eyewitness to the event. And you would be able to be in that event, but you would not be able to change anything because it's already happened. And then also you could be the one that not only recognizes the event and what calls to traffic jam, and also be a spectator from the two perspectives. But I don't know if we would be able to go outside of time to be able to find the pinpoint in time that we would be able to throw a pebble to change that timeline. I don't think there are parallel universes. And that sounds weird, but I don't. I, I don't see the, the evidence. I'm a big comic book fan. love comics. I love the stories that you can have. You know, multiple Batman characters, multiple Superman characters. You know, DC Comics has done a great thing dealing with the crisis on the infinity earths and all this stuff, which gives you a plural of multiple universes out there. But for me, it kind of takes away from our uniqueness. If there happens to be another double D out there, that's not a conspiracy theorist. But, uh, you know, rational thinking, not questioning the narrative, not stepping outside of the social bu- bubble. You know, so I don't see see that because I think that the time that we're living in is already been created and that this construct that we're living in has a direction and the most that anyone could do if they were able to do time travel the most they could actually do is be spectators to those events I think there would be too much power to be given to mankind if we could actually go back in time and change events. I don't know a soul out there that wouldn't go out and try to change. If they had the ability to go and travel in time that would not go back in time to get rid of everything that caused wars. Or the people that caused wars or being able to save a loved one before they were able to uh, pass and, or have more time. I think more time will be more precious. But I think that anyone that would have that much power to change time, all they would do is change and let something be replaced a lot worse than what was already there. So me personally, I don't see that we can change time. But I do believe there's a possibility that we could be spectators in the times of things that's already happened. Let me know what you think. Y'all have a good one. Remember, pay attention to your surroundings because you never know I live in the corner. And as always, God bless.